0: Oh my God, it gets so hot here. That's why I love 007 Air. They keep me warm in the winter and very cool in the summer. Go to coolingvegas.com right now, coolingvegas.com. For residential or business, they do it all. Go to coolingvegas.com right now, coolingvegas.com. With a 10% discount for first responders, go to coolingvegas.com, coolingvegas.com.
2: 007 Air, licensed to chill. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers.
3: Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide-open town that never goes to sleep.
1: Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas!
3: You're either in or you're out.
4: Right
5: now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend, I'm told it's incredible.
2: Las
3: Vegas, here we go! <laughs> Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with people who know Vegas. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
6: Welcome to Vegas. Well, today's show features job skills. Now, in just a moment, you can find out how you would deal with heavy equipment and have a lot of fun as well at this very different kind of amusement park called Dig This. Later, we'll take a look at how to find the right job or the right job candidate as we meet Steve Sullivan of Trident Development Corporation. All that and a look at what you can and cannot take pictures of in a Vegas casino with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's
1: go to-
6: As usual in Las Vegas, you can actually do it. And we're with the guy that came up with this incredible concept. The place is called Dig This. Fascinating uh, story. His name is Ed Mum, And Ed, uh, whatever gave you the idea, I know you worked in this thing. Was it just something where you had so much fun with it that you thought, you know, I think everybody would enjoy this?
5: Yeah, you know, really I just touched on, um, you know, some of the heavy equipment side of it. I, I used to drive tractors on farms a lot and then, Um, I had the opportunity to build a house, and I thought, well, we'll do all the construction as well, and the excavating, and I'd done quite a bit of dozer work before, but I'd never been on a large excavator, and I had a friend come in, uh, who was a great operator, uh, come and sort of just take me through it, and um, I jumped on that machine, and two hours later, I was having an absolute blast, and then I thought, if I'm having this good a time, imagine the amount of people that want to come and do this stuff but don't have that opportunity, so... That's where that aha moment kicked in, and I thought, man, there's a, there's a good opportunity here. So we looked into it, discovered nobody was doing this kind of attraction, and um, yeah, so started back in Colorado, got the uh, concept dialed in, ready to bring it over to Las Vegas, and we opened here in 2011.
6: Yeah, and you call it, and I love this, America's first ever heavy equipment playground, and it is like that. It's like a big playground, and I... Is it one of those things, Ed, when not only you did it, but then when you started talking about the idea to other people that you could just see the kid come out and folks?
5: 3% of the population are involved in construction or being on heavy equipment. Um, There's 97% of the population are driving past construction sites all the time and look in and and see all that heavy equipment moving and dozers and excavators and, you know, cranes, and and they're all saying, man, a good portion of them are saying, Man, I wish I could just have a go at that. And so, um, those are the people that we're—you know—those are our customers. They always say, "Look, we've been driving past these construction sites, or somebody built a house next to us, and we were just, you know, in awe of the operator, you know, just the way they were handling that equipment, and we had no no opportunity—no opportunity—to go and jump in that machine, or they weren't allowed to let us in, or um, but—and then people come out here, and we put them through a—you know—really cool experience, and kind, kind of do a lot of what they see on construction, but it's, um, you know, not as complicated, but we give them a really good feel for the machine through the various activities that we do, and then they get out of that machine, and and they've got a whole new sense of achievement, but they've also had a great time, and they've also got a really good appreciation for the the people that do this for a, a living as well.
6: And it's not just big old guys with flannel shirts doing this. I understand, in fact, your first customers were a couple of women, so women, children, everybody loves it.
5: Oh, it's right across the board. You know, we get anybody from the age of eight. You know, we've had a 98-year-old come out and jump in that machine. Look, 50% of our clients are women. And uh, women get a kick out of running heavy equipment. So it's it's for different many reasons they're here. It's just for, you know, just that fascination aspect of what's, what it's like to run this stuff. Then we get bachelor, bachelorette parties. You know, we're in the heart of a huge group business here in Las Vegas with, you know, all the various groups that are here either for a Um, you know, for meetings or for conventions, for bachelor parties, for a bachelorette. We get a ton of bucket listers, And the people that we get are from, you know, they're from all different backgrounds. And really cool, interesting people as well from just not here in the U.S., but all over the world.
6: Well, I love that idea. You know, bucket listers, that's, that's a great line, I, I, I got to tell you, Ed, because I, I think about it and, you know, maybe somebody doesn't want, you know, you can do stuff like you can drive a fast car. We had somebody talk about dune buggies and it's all individual things. And it's just another one of those things that maybe you think in your entire life, you're never going to be able to do it. So to have that one time in there has just got to be fun. And, and I, I think it must be, you know, I know you do a lot of group uh, activities. It must be even more fun with, with a lot of people there.
5: Oh, it is, you know, and, and when people are, you know, watching their their, you know, their partners or their friends or their, you know, business associates operating that equipment, they, um, you know, it, it's a really nice group experience because they all kind of feed off each other, and the first group they get off, and and then they, when they swap over, you know, they, everybody just go, wow, that was super cool, and got to do this, it's the most earth we've ever moved in our lives, and and there's really good camaraderie and and people just come out of that whole experience with a whole new sense of achievement and you know when you see the smiles on their faces you know you know the, what we're doing is 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 working pretty good and satisfying a lot of customers that are looking for something new and different to do
6: here in Las Vegas. Absolutely. You see, they come from all over the the world, and uh, it's something that is kind of universal. It gets a, you know, you can forget language, culture. These things are attractive. So I want you to kind of talk about, now, you know, we we know we have equipment. What kind of equipment do you have out there that people can play in? And you call it a supersized sandbox. Talk a little about what that is. So give us kind of a vision of what we're going to get into out there.
5: Yeah, so... um we, we decided that um, we needed to start off with a brand that everybody knows. So we used Caterpillar equipment for a start. It's basically built the foundation of the USA and, and a lot of it around the world. So we knew that if we started out with a really good brand, that would be an attraction in itself for, for people that pass construction sites and primarily see a lot of that, especially a lot of the older generation that grew up with Caterpillar. So the brand was really important. The second part is, we wanted people to feel like they've been on a big piece of equipment, so we work with kind of mid-sized equipment like D5, like are D5 bulldozers, which are around 10 to 12 tons, um, you know, right up to um, excavators that are what we call 315s, which are about 35,000 pounds. So you know, they're a good-sized excavator. So that equipment is, is a good size enough when people get in, they go, wow. They're, they realize then they're about to command the controls of a big piece of equipment. And, and the goal is, of course, is we really want to leave an impression that they've operated you know, a good-sized piece of, of equipment. And so what we do is we start off with a um, very simple classroom session just to go over some of the safety aspects, and then we, you know, we give them a visual of what they'll be doing out on the field with a little sandbox that we've got and just some scale toys of the actual equipment they'll be operating. And then we take them out, we do an in-cab, we get them in the machines... Uh, get them safely buckled up, and we do an in cab orientation, just so they can see what the controls are. And then we go out and we do a, a warm-up activity, so we actually work those controls. And then we do a series of progressive activities where, you know, as their eye-hand coordination kicks in, you know, we, we intensify the experience a little bit more. So, for example, on our excavators, we'll, we'll do an in-ground activity. Um, people can dig as deep as they want, or as long as they want you know, obviously under the supervision of a of a, an instructor. Um, and by the way, we have really nice hands-free communication headsets, so like you see in NASCAR, um, where we're always in contact with them and giving them directions. And so they do that in the whole all that in-ground experience, and then we'll um, do that for like twenty twenty-five minutes. And uh, typically, most people will dig down to about fifteen sixteen feet deep, um, and they'll probably go along about or probably 10 to 15 feet, that's, that's quite a sizable hole by the time
6: they're done. Back with more from Ed Mum, owner and founder of Dig This in Vegas, in a moment. Just a reminder, please visit Vegas Never Sleeps online. For the best in Vegas, it's VegasNeverSleeps.com. And for great sports, it's Sports, R-A-C-X, which is available on radio stations nationwide and wherever you listen to podcasts. That's sports, R-A-C-X. And later today on Sports Rockin' Tours, part two of our conversation with Hall of Fame Buffalo Bill guard Billy Shaw. And speaking of Buffalo, also with us is Buffalo native and Vegas entertainer Frankie Shinta, who will tell us all about growing up as a Bills fan. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast-to-coast on the Talk Media Network.
1: (laughs)
7: An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 877-927-3380. 877-927-3380. That's 877-927-3380.
6: Epsilon XR creates immersive learning environments that engage with your learner, resulting in improved information retention, which leads to better performance and ultimately an increase in revenue. Or more at elearning.epsilonxr.com.
0: Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready
2: in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute.
1: Hey, honey. Why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ed Council. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message.
7: that's 800-430-4505. Now, let's return to Vegas Never
3: Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
6: You are listening to Ed Mum, owner and founder of Dig This in Vegas. You can learn more about this great place to play with big equipment at digthisvegas.com.
5: And then we'll move to an above-ground activity where we'll have a pyramid of tires, these big two-ton tires. And we'll have them pluck the uh, the tire off individually. And um, we've got these thumbs on the excavators. They're like big claws. They'll latch onto that tire and then they'll spin around and track that tire down to the other end of the course. So then there's the big finale where everybody's got the control of the machine. They're feeling very confident. Then we'll get them up on this big mound and they'll reach over this mound and we've got basketballs on these cones and they'll pluck these basketballs off the cones and then they'll uh, slam dunk them into a really cool <laughs> tire hoop that we have set up. So... So we really mix it up, so there's a good variation of activities where everybody gets a really good sense of you know, achievement at the end of it and, and accomplishment. So um, And then we finish up with a really cool um, um, certificate of um, achievement. So we have a little award ceremony, and everybody gets this cool certificate when they're done, and uh, we go from there. So they've got a nice little take-home item where uh, they can rip all their college degrees out.
6: You know, Ed, it sounds like a lot of fun, and it's one of those things that, you know, you say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, only in Vegas. Well, this is one of those only in Vegas kind of things. I mean, you know, uh, know, the chances of doing it anywhere else are going to be very slim. So what an interesting thing. Just a couple more questions I have. Do you ever get people, because this equipment is so big and so forth, they come out, and then all of a sudden they get afraid of it because it's just so big and so forth, and do you try to help these people relax and let them know that uh, you'll walk them through it?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Some people are, are very nervous, and um, you know, when uh, typically a lot of people are caught off surprise because they've been given it as a gift, right? And they get out on the field and they go, "Well, you want me to operate that that big piece of equipment?" And but look, here's the thing: our our instructors are amazing people. They've got the right people skills and and training skills to talk through anybody. Uh, through the whole experience. And typically the people that are a lot more nervous usually do a lot better because they listen better. <laughs> right, And right. Um, they listen to the instruction process better. You know, and look, it takes us five to 10 minutes to get people up and running typically on average before they're somewhat, you know, starting to get a good feel for the machine. So it's a very really quick turnaround. The operating stations are, you know, are getting a lot better and easier now. There's not like 100 controls in front of you. It's all joystick operated and you know, naturally the kids that jump in there pick it up straight away because they're used to playing video games. And really it's like a video game station when you're in there just with the joysticks that you have available. And so we you know, we talk them through that whole process and then the people that are the most nervous usually are settled down within five to ten minutes and they go, Oh right, this is cool. So and then within you know you know within fifteen minutes they got a Bloody big smile on their face, and that's what we want to
6: see. Can you take pictures there? I mean, do you let people like take pictures of other people doing this, that kind of thing?
5: Oh, absolutely. Yep, so we, um, we actually take photos of the people, but they can also bring in their, their cameras and uh, take photos as well while they're in the machines. So um, there's plenty of opportunity to get some good photos and some uh, good video footage as well if they want to bring their GoPros. So now, they no- can film their, their
8: experience as well.
6: Now, I know one other thing you talk about, and I think this is important in Las Vegas, people coming out in the summer thinking, well, it sounds like a blast, but man, it's got to be hot out there in these things. These are actually climate controlled, right? I mean, so, you know, you can do this and not get a heat stroke.
5: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. There's no way you'd want to operate equipment with an open cab out here in Las Vegas (laughs) in July, August. So all our cabs do have climate control, whether it's in the middle of winter or if it's in the middle of summer so they're very comfortable in those machines for sure
6: and okay for people that are wondering like it's is it good for families yeah uh, I, as i understand the uh, limitations are only eight years of age to operate uh, the, the track loaders is that right and then 14 age uh, 14 years of age they have to be to do the big stuff
5: yeah exactly so we've got a lot of equipment to uh you know for the little guys and as long as they're 48 inches tall uh, we're good to go, and they're eight years old. And, um, you know, we've got some six-ton excavators for them to operate, and we've got some um, larger skid-steer compact loaders that we uh, also use for the, for the kids, and, and they do really well on them. They're just kids are naturals when they get in that machine. So, um, But the whole thing is we just want to have an all-family experience, and we're slowly bringing in more equipment uh, um, just so that we can you know provide that all family experience so we're working on some playgrounds now where we can get some toddlers in and um you know give them a you know a great time out there as well so we'll have little um static displays there if they can jump on and play on so that's coming next year
6: well, that's exciting, Ed. Uh, let's tell people, first of all, you know, you mentioned before a, a, a gift certificate. That sounds like it would be a great gift for somebody. You know, just something if you want to get that really unusual gift. But if we just want to plan our trip, we want to come out and plan this ahead of time, tell us where we go on the web and so forth, and do we need reservations and all that?
5: Yeah, it's always good to, um, to call us and book, or, or you can go online at uh, digthisvegas.com. Uh, and um, there's a, we've got like five openings, or five to six openings every day. Um, our times start you know, every two hours. So we start at 8, and we go as late as we can. We do really cool night digs here. And, um, but you'll see all that on our website, digthisvegas.com.
6: That sounds good. And you're located where in relation to the Strip in downtown?
5: For all the locals that are listening to this, um, we're at the old Scandia, where the Scandia used to be. But we're right on South Rancho Drive. Um, We're just down from the Palace Station, we're five to ten minutes from most of the uh, Strip hotels. So we're very close.
6: We're going to come out there, I can't wait to visit it myself. Thanks so much, Uh, really appreciate it Ed, thank you.
5: One other thing um, that your listeners should know is that we've just set up a really cool course just as an add-on, we're going to start crushing cars. Oh yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) Beginning May, you know, we realize there's a lot of angry people out there, so uh, we're opening up a session called the Aggression Session. So we're going to bring in cars, and we're going to smash them up with our excavators. So keep an eye out for that as well.
6: We will. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it.
5: Hey, great to be on your show.
6: Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home, and I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. If you've collected it, there's a good chance they'll buy it. No collections are too large or too small. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180 or text them pictures of your collection. That number again is 310-534-4180. Just a reminder, please visit Vegas Never Sleeps Online. For the best in Vegas, it's VegasNeverSleeps.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast-to-coast on the Talk Media Network.
2: Hi, I'm Gordy Brown, and you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
6: When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week.
4: What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes.
6: You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com.
9: And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Hollywood would have handled this story so differently. In their hands, there would be no resemblance to this raw and uncompromising masterwork. In some ways, Hollywood explored the same themes in the Jennifer Aniston vehicle, The Breakup, which will never be recommended here. Blue Valentine allows us to observe a love story. The magic of a growing love is beautiful in its progression until that progression takes a turn. In Hollywood, the formula says that there would be a point of lost hope until act three starts and our couple ends up back in each other's arms with professions of love for the remainder of eternity. But reality reigns here. Blue Valentine contains masterful performances by Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams. These performances are believable in no small part due to the fact that the stars lived together for months before shooting began to obtain the unconscious calm in each other's presence that this material requires. This film is honest. There are no villains, no heroes, no easy answers, and no Hollywood ending. In fact, the ending leaves so much unresolved without anyone really to blame that it feels almost too real. It is a brave film. Blue Valentine A tragically beautiful story of truth and love. Indie Film Minute, not in
7: theaters. Discovery through rental. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? Pet Joy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. He said call PetJoy right now, 800-451-1439, 800-451-1439, 800-451-1439, that's 800-451-1439. If you love great sound, you'll love oont speakers. Meet
3: Troy, one of the idea guys who helped develop these fine speakers. Troy, these speakers would be great for the beach, the pool, or the golf course.
9: Absolutely. With our golf speaker, it's a bit smaller, and it'll attach to both a powered cart and a pull cart.
3: Be seen, be heard. Go to the Oontz.com. That's
7: t-h-e-o-o-n-t-z.com.
1: It hit me when I was arrested.
7: Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-213-9264. 800-213-9264. 800-213-9264. Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
6: If you are looking for a job or trying to fill one, there may be more to the position than the skills necessary to excel over at Take This. And our next guest has some ideas how best to proceed. If you've been to Las Vegas, you know things aren't exactly the same. You're not getting the service that you're used to here. And the biggest reason is staffing. Everybody we talk to, not only in here, but really across the nation, has said staffing is the biggest issue to really getting back to what we considered normal economic life. We've got the perfect person to talk about that, not only for here, but really across the country. His name is Stephen Sullivan. He's the CEO and founder of Trident Development Corporation, one of the really great staffing organizations and Stephen, welcome to the show. I just wanted to ask you right up top, are you finding and having been in this business for a number of years, do you think like this is the most important time for your particular industry? Because it looks to me like th- this is a big, big need.
8: You know, Steve, uh, it's definitely a, a question that every uh, business owner or manager in the, in the work environment is pondering. It's just, uh, you know, every industry, it doesn't really matter whether uh, it's healthcare or it's a restaurant on the street, everybody is in search of good talent. And the pandemic really has accelerated a changing dynamic across multiple industries regarding trying to find great talent. And I think that is what really is everybody's trying to figure out. Because, you you know, you talk to a business owner and they have their own kind of conclusion. But the reality is that the workforce is evolving and that the businesses need resources, they need partners to help identify how to fill those gaps. And that's where I really think Trident development Corporation can become that valued partner in in that equation. And so we're excited to be able to respond to the new needs across a variety of industries. And I think that I'm excited to kind of talk about some of those things today.
6: Finding that right talent, all of a sudden these companies that have kind of gone along and they had their various methods to bringing on new people and so forth and training and what have you, all of a sudden now, They're looking around and not only are they looking for the right talent, but so are all their competitors and so forth. I know Trident and kind of the way you've run the business and what you pride yourself on is finding the right talent for the right job. Does that involve going through and and getting that skill set down and really understanding what the skill set is needed? Because this is a big opportunity. And like I say, there's not going to be a huge line of people waiting for a job because there's a lot of competition.
8: That's right it's the traditional kind of focus regarding skill sets, education, and kind of the, uh, the normal variety of things that you need to consider for a position or a job. But really some of the, um, the overarching things that are impacting the employee selection is a greater appreciation for where the company's coming from. So you'll hear more about you know, environmental, social, and governance, ESG, which is really a critical thing that not only investors are looking at, but employees are starting to want to know, you know, who are the owners? What's the direction of their company? How do do they actually appreciate or understand climate change? And so those things, along with um, an accelerated interest in a flexible environment for work where folks can work, you know, some from home, some in the workplace, all these things, all these dynamics, along with the traditional uh, requirements, i.e. the education uh, and experience, are driving employee decisions. And so you look at the healthcare environment, you know, they have been really uh, beat up quite a bit over the last 12 to 18 months. And and those folks are reevaluating and, and reconsidering why they wanna do what they're doing, where they wanna do it. And so I think that we're gonna see much more careful consideration on where the employee's gonna go for their new job. And and kind of to add to that, you're probably also hearing kind of uh, in this, what I would call eye of the storm of the pandemic, because we've got the variant kind of starting to, uh, rear its kind of ugly head. You've got a lot of folks that are changing jobs now. So you see a lot of switching from the pandemic position that was stable maybe to the next uh, position they were pursuing prior to the pandemic. So there's a lot of different variables that are creating a, a very unique environment for both the employer and the employee.
6: You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps, and we're speaking to Steve Sullivan, CEO and founder of Trident Development Corporation. Well, in terms of providing great employees, there's obviously the review of the skill sets, checking all that, doing the vetting and all that kind of thing. But you mentioned like working for home, for example, and not everybody could do that. Is that part of your process, too, is trying to find out? Is it a good fit for that person or not? Because some people can be really good, but they just can't handle that kind of independence, whereas other people will be great and they're fine And that way. All it's doing is, you know, saving a a trip on the freeways and they're right away ready for work. So is that something that's part of the search uh, process for you?
8: It is. I think that when folks are saying, hey, we'd like to have that, you know, potential employee work from home, really the big question is how is the company going to accommodate that? You know, what resources do they have to put in place to make sure the employee is successful in a remote environment versus just maybe an unsupported expectation because really understanding how to use, you know, Zoom and all the other resources that you have for like your team meetings, et cetera. But, you know, do they have the proper computers and other equipment that are going to support their success working from home or in, in another remote environment? And I think that those things, the companies really need to figure out um, before they decide that they're going to just, just take this remote work worker kind of concept and, and deploy it uh, for maybe a cost savings issue related to overhead and, and uh, the traditional office. So, kind of to sum it up, it's it's really um, a two-way street. The employer definitely needs to have a plan that can accommodate successful remote employment.
6: Are you seeing a lot of hybrid situations where people are thinking, you know what, you can do some of the stuff at home, but we need you in the office a certain amount of time? Is, is that a thing we're looking at for future uh, workplace? Absolutely.
8: And it's, uh, you know that's a, a big consideration today because most companies, most of the larger companies that had a lot of uh, infrastructure where they had people working from at one point prior to the pandemic, many of those companies had a go-to-work strategy or go-back-to-the-office strategy like the September, October timeframe. And, and again, with the, uh, with the new variant, um, a lot of those, those move back to the office kind of considerations are, are being reevaluated or as you're suggesting, folks are rolling out a, a hybrid program where they offer either the employee, the option to work in the office or, or in the home environments. And I think that part of that also goes back to the flexibility of the needs and wants that have changed during the, uh, the pandemic where employees are appreciating, obviously their healthcare benefits mental health benefits that are tied to their programs or, or plans flexibility and, the, and, and again a new a new consideration that really has been part of the uh, outcome of the pandemic is child care a lot of folks with kids at home you know have uh had to adopt you know not only that remote work environment consideration but how it impacts their families
6: let's talk about the talent pool for a second steven now it's changing. You know, in the old days, people went to college, they got their degree, they were they, they could really see where their future was, and it was a pretty narrow road. Now, we're seeing this whole broad spectrum where people are looking for different things. Did that affect a lot of what Trident does in terms of analyzing skills and seeing how skills can move as opposed to just that simple thing of having a bunch of resumes? Okay, this would be a good fit for this and so forth. It's
8: a great question. You know, skills, uh, specialties, those things really are a critical aspect of the hiring process today. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, years ago, it was, uh, you know, if you had a bachelor's degree in X, you were a, a qualified candidate, and folks really are looking for today, are looking for folks that have unique skill sets to, that can respond immediately on day one within the work environment that can add value to, you know, the mission of the organization, and so whether it's computer skills or a certain... Other technical skills that are part of the, the need within the work environment, those things are, are very much being looked at and, and favored in the hiring process. So, again, as you, as you uh, work with the clients, the clients are getting much more specific about those needs in particular.
6: We'll hear more from Steve Sullivan of Trident Development Corporation in just a moment. When you visit Las Vegas, you're always looking for fun things to do. And I think one thing you got to put on your list is the Neon Museum. It's fantastic. What a way to learn the history of Las Vegas, but by the signs that go back all the way to the 1930s. The lobby, in fact, is a restored shell from the old La Concha Motel. It's a lot of fun. The staff there is incredible, really unique Las Vegas experience. So you can learn the history and have a blast. Go to neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. And don't forget to follow Sports Rock and Tours, which now follows this show on most of these stations. You can also visit Sports RACX wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manji nationwide on the Talk Media Network.
0: What if every dollar you invested into your training program? into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. E-learning has made each of these scenarios possible. Utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace.
1: He flew fighter jets in two wars and taught you how to drive a car. He fed everyone on the block, but never shared his secret recipes. And every time he'd tell a story, he'd own the room. But now more than ever, he may feel alone. Today, older adults and their loved ones are struggling to connect in a time when connection has never been more important. But there is something we can do. Embrace our older loved ones through StoryCorps Connect. With StoryCorps Connect, you can honor seniors remotely with an interview about their life. Every interview will be archived at the Library of Congress, becoming part of American history, so that years from now, future generations can listen in. All right, Grandpa, what's one piece of advice you have for me? Just three words, sweetheart. Live with courage. The man that had the best stories still has plenty of stories to tell. So connect virtually and share the conversation of a lifetime at storycorpsconnect.org AARP. Connect. Honor. Share. StoryCorps Connect. A message from AARP, StoryCorps, and the Ad Council.
3: You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are
6: listening to Vegas Never Sleeps. I'm Stephen Maggi, and we are chatting about 21st Century Staffing Solutions with Steve Sullivan of Trident Development Corporation. Well, let's talk about you specifically in Trident. Now, first of all, you, you've you been in this business, I understand, for 30 years and a lot of history working both with the feds and commercial entities. And I'm thinking, like with the feds, it's really important to have that kind of experience if you're going to deal with it, because I imagine it's still the same way. There's a whole different, not not even rules, and there's a lot more rules, but the culture is so different, right? In terms of the way you hire, what you need, if there's contracts involved and so forth. And that experience, if you're going to work in that end, you want to make sure you work with a company that does have experience doing just that.
8: Yeah, you know it's uh, it's interesting. With the government, obviously, whether it's uh, local, state, or federal, they do have their own kind of complexity regarding the hiring process. But in uh, in many cases, they're they're still looking for the same quality talent and the, and trying to fulfill fulfill the same needs that the peers on on the commercial side are, are trying to accomplish. So I think um, aside from some of the complexity in in the hiring process for those organizations, they all are still looking for. Great talent, and want to make sure that they align with their organizational mission, vision, and core values, and and that they uh, will be a good fit. So, definitely some additional wickets, but I think in the in the uh, kind of the, in the general kind of summing it up, they're still looking for the same high quality talent that their their peers are in the commercial side.
6: What I find fascinating about your company is I did some research and talking to you, you hear the word expectation a lot, and I think that's really important, and especially now it's even more so you want to make sure that everybody's expectations are met. And one of the ways, I guess, is first of all, to make sure that everybody knows what those expectations are before we even start.
8: So, you know, that's, uh, again, I, I kind of line up the client and the potential employee. And, and again, going back to uh, a clearly defined need. So what does that job description look like? Has it really kind of identified all the important elements for that particular particular position? And then on the employee side, do they have the adequate amount of information to make a decision on whether they want to continue with the process, or maybe uh, something has been revealed in that process that shows that they may not be the best fit? So, I think communication, um, articulation, and and really kind of validation as you navigate through the hiring process is the way to help make making sure that uh, you're uh, you're addressing those issues in the process.
6: Another phrase I want to understand from you is teaming. You talk about teaming partner strategies and I haven't heard that expression before in there. What do you mean exactly by that?
8: You know, every company pursues various types of projects or contracts and um, oftentimes in order to strengthen your position you need to bring a partner on or a team a teaming partner. And I think that um, you know obviously you want to make sure that those folks on your team have the same values and the same considerations that your company believes are important for you know successful client project execution. And so the teaming um, obviously is more than just throwing another company on your, uh, your proposal. It's, it's ensuring again that they're aligned with your values, your culture, and, and the people from their team are gonna help to uh, ensure that the collective group is successful in, in uh, completing the project.
6: We're going to get into all the various uh, industries and so forth that you work with and kind of get a feel for where they're going and what the issues are. But first, before we do that, I know you're very proud of the fact that uh, Trident is a um, certified service-disabled veteran-owned small business and a disadvantaged business enterprise. Why is that important? And explain exactly how you got that, because I know that is a big thing. Sure,
8: sure. So the... uh the disabled veteran status actually um, and the certifications really are are um, a kind of a game changer from a competitive position perspective. It really narrows the field for when we're choosing to pursue disabled veteran or veteran-owned set aside contracts, and so it's really a, a great uh, enhancement from a competitive position, whether it's a, a local opportunity or a federal contracting opportunity. You know, I spent uh, a, a career in the in the Navy and the submarine force, and. Had some uh, injuries while I was active duty, and and uh, unfortunately that was part of the um, part of the job. And when I retired, I was able to be uh, certified through the Veterans Administration, and that led to the Service Disabled Veteran certification. And so, again, those certifications really give our company that added advantage and help to raise the bar from a success perspective.
6: Steve. Uh, let's tell people how they can get a hold of Trident Development Corporation. First of all, on the web?
8: You know what? You can uh, go to our website. It's trident, T-R-I-D-E-N-T, dev, D-E-V, corp, C-O-R-P.com. And all you got to do is go to our web- website, and you can use the Contact Us uh, link that's uh, at the top of the page to uh, reach me or anybody else from our team
6: well fantastic we'll do that and we will maybe have you on again as we talk about changes in the world of work and so forth thanks a lot for being with us steve really appreciate it
8: thanks steve and you have a wonderful day
6: time once again to bring in scott robin on vitalvegas.com also known as your vegas insider today's topic is photography in casinos and it started by noticing something on the vital vegas page you had a picture of a cashier's thing, and the rule was just for you to know you can't take pictures of the cashier thing. So, aside from the irony of all that, what what is it? Is that like a security thing that they're just afraid that somebody's gonna figure something out? Because you, you know it doesn't seem like it's a big secret, but
4: no, it's uh, it is an old-fashioned policy as our Many of the photography and videography policies at casinos, some are actually embracing it now, which has been great to see. So you'll see a lot of people doing live video of, say, playing a slot machine. And there are some cons- security concerns, but those have always been kind of an urban myth. No no robbery has ever been caused by taking a picture of a cage it it just makes no sense uh thieves are generally not that swift they don't they don't they just most of them are just winging it it's not like oceans 11 there's no plot and they're not you know and they're not doing 3d renderings based on photos it's just bull um so but it's great to see a place like strat strat actually has on their felt it's selfie Strat selfie is a hashtag. They want you to take photos because some of these places have a clue, and they want you to freaking you know, share their place. And they also understand a younger customer is not going to do anything if they can't take pictures. So if you want a younger person to gamble, good luck. If you if you have a, a, you know, and there's a lot of places that are enlightened in other ways, and they still have strict no photography policies. I like to do it because I'm just a troublemaker and um, they, they don't tend to care if you're not showing anything that's gonna compromise security. But the cage is usually off limits, even in the places with more liberal policies. But you'll see it so much more now. Uh, this is just a year, six months, a year, two years, where you, you'll see uh, people with you know, YouTube accounts where they're shooting the machine as they're playing and they'll do it for long periods of time and these people have thousands and thousands of viewers because it's fun and a lot of these casinos are like what harm is there what security threat is there to somebody taking a picture the real the real issue with photography is people don't the, the coolest thing now is the the they've taken the emphasis off of being concerned about men with their mistresses because that beyond the Robbery issue and the crime issue—that was really why they didn't want pe- people taking photos because they wanted their high rollers, who are not with their wives, to feel comfortable gambling. Well, now all bets are off. There's no real, you know, reason to think you're going to have privacy, or they, everybody's got a phone on them. So all the casinos need to wake up and get rid of these dopey old policies where you can't take a picture of your blackjack, can't, like. It makes no sense, and I've always railed against it. I've been walked out of casinos. Uh, I was backdoored at Jerry's Nugget for taking a picture of a restaurant sign. They took me in the back room, like the old days. And so that's just asinine, and uh, they were dead to me for doing that. But others have done it, and uh, in, in sometimes in an unpleasant way. Like, I've been walked out of casinos because I just have a big camera, I don't have to do that anymore because I just use my phone. But I, it's always been a pet peeve because as a photographer, I'm like, what, what is the harm in doing what I'm doing? If somebody's with their mistress, they're going to have to deal with that at home. That's not my responsibility. Get over yourself. And why would that be different than a department store? The guys take their mistresses to department stores, too. They don't have no photography policy. Well, thanks, Scott.
6: Remember to visit Scott's site, VitalVegas.com, to keep up with everything happening in and around Las Vegas. Coming up next is Sports Rock and Tours. If your local station doesn't carry it, go to Sports R A C X wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Sports R A C X. It's short for Sports Rock and Tours. And please follow both Vegas Never Sleeps and Sports Rock and Tours on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening today. This is Stephen Manchie reminding you, Vegas never sleeps.
8: Let's Vegas,
2: here we play. go!
7: Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-948-6826. 800-948-6826. 800-948-6826. Again, that's 800-948-6826. Want to be a movie
3: producer? Faith Wins is an exciting new screenplay. It's a rags to riches, back to rags, back to riches, onward to redemption story. Written by longtime comedy greats Rich Natoli and John Pate, Faith Wins is the feel-good story of the year, with proceeds of the film to benefit homeless people and homeless animals in Las Vegas. But we need your help to get the movie made. Go to GoFundMe.com and type in Faith Wins in the search box. GoFundMe.com and type Faith Wins in the search box. Homelessness is a big, big problem in the U.S. Let's put the spotlight where it belongs and make a real difference. Together, go to GoFundMe.com and type Faith Wins in the search box. We can do this because Faith Wins. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. Well, maybe I am. If you're buying a diamond ring for your wife, it's not cool to be cheap. If you're buying airline tickets, oh, it's very cool to be cheap and called TripAmigo, where you can fly anywhere in the world and save up to 75% on over 500 airlines and 300,000 hotels. Plus, rental cars and vacation packages. Visit family, friends, or go on a once in a lifetime vacation. Go ahead, be cheap. We have special fares we're not allowed to publish. When you book your airline reservations with TripAmigo, you'll spend your travel money when you get there, not by getting there. Call TripAmigo now and mention the travel code
7: AMIGO and save even more. Call TripAmigo now. 800 772 4165. 800 772 4165. 800 772 4165. That's 800 772
6: 4165. KSHP shows are now available on all the major podcasting platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Radiohead, and more. Simply search for KSHP on any of the major platforms and you can listen to past episodes of all your favorite KSHP programs, including Vegas Never Sleeps.